Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe, the lovely Lady M, and Adam K, the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of belief, and everyone out there in wonderful radio Facebook Live land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I'm Adam K. the Brewmeister. And with me, as always, the veneer... Yeah, you're a little wordless this morning, aren't you? You're struggling. I can see it. Yeah, it's uh, you're gonna have a rough the, morning. The struggle was it. real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did you do last night? Nothing. How can someone who does apps? I have four kids. Yeah, I was at work mm-hmm. till twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, these kids had me up at like six in the morning. All right, and I don't look like that. What is it you possibly could do to yourself to make you look? <laughs> So burnt out this morning. <laughs> I mean, if you told me you Drunk went on a, again, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if he told me he went on a binder and he was out till three or four in the morning, this is respectable. But this is just pathetic. <laughs> uh, I, I was know. watching you, my daughter and doing my friend's uh, grout and everything. You texted me at seven something this morning. Yeah, I didn't go to bed until two. I was doing grout. I never go to bed before three. I lost like three nails. You look like the Walking Dead, dude. Well, listen. I, this goes back to what I talked to him this about this morning. Do you have a bad sleep disorder? I I, I might. I really should probably go see Without a doctor. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, I, you look like the Walking Dead in the morning. I've been thinking that more recently. No I one, should go see someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have apnea maybe? Do you know? I don't know. I have no but idea. But yeah, no one should look like this in the morning. Mm-hmm. Really, without like being like... And it's unfortunate we've got all new HD cameras to show faces <laughs> so long. <laughs> I'm going to come in with a camera and take a close-up close shot, up? too. Please don't. It's brutal, man. I thought I saw Adam this morning driving in. I, I was up early this morning. I was driving at like 8.30, 8.45, and I could have sworn I saw him dr- taking the drive of shame from someone's house going back to his <laughs> house. No. And I asked him, I was like, hey, I'm proud of you, buddy. I think I saw you. And he goes, no, I was in bed. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to good stories, Adam's always a letdown. It is. When we used to send him on, on trips like to trade shows or TAAs. We used to send him by himself, and we used to come back. Any good stories? No. So we, we actually would have a contest on the show. Like I would give you five people's names or situations, yeah. and who could come up with the best Adam story because he had none. <laughs> I still love you. It's okay. Aww. At least someone does. Aww. Thank you. I always got you back. Yes. What are you doing this weekend? Anything? Um, pizza at your house Sunday. Is it this Sunday? Do we yeah. say we're going to do it this Sunday? Yeah. Oh, I better double check that. Because <laughs> we got to move, <laughs> move all the patio furniture. I forgot. They're coming Monday. Oh, I'll come help you. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I need. I need labor. Yeah. Oh, they're sealing our deck, so we got to move everything off awesome. the patio. Yeah, fun stealing stuff. Always oh, an exciting thing. <laughs> yeah, it beats the yard work. Exactly. Does Stuart help with the yard work? He mows the lawn. I mean, I imagine he'd be good for weed pulling. Well, I do all that mostly. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> thanks, thanks for getting that ball. I got that joke. Short guy jokes. All right. <laughs> That's what we're here for. All right. What we got going on the show? Scott today? Regina from the IPCPR and Emerson Cigars. Old friend. Be old. Good to, be old. Good to, no, no. Not old as an age. Like, 
been friend for many years. Well, also, an, I was going to say an old, old tobacconist. Oh, yes, shop. Yes, Long time. an old tobacco shop, Emerson Cigars. I think all the old tobacco shops are, like, in the Virginia <laughs> area. Well, I mean, it does help when you have, like, old Virginia tobacco from our good friend Gary Pesh. I mean, they're, they're all old over there. Oh, yeah. I mean, Drapers, I mean, it's kind of D.C.-ish, but still yeah. off of Virginia. I mean, that, that, the D.C., I think they call it the DMV. The De- uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Or uh, for those in the local v- vicinity, it's the DMV. Yes. Uh, but yes, from Emerson Cigars, Scott Regine will be here to talk to us about the IPCPR, about Emerson's, uh, about what's going on at the trade show coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's right around the corner, man. I can't believe July is next week, Saturday. Seriously, mm-hmm. look, I was just thinking about my kids. I feel like they just got out of school. One third of summer's gone already. Wow. <laughs> gone. Yeah. That's inconceivable. It is. It's depressing. Wow. Okay. How is it? Uh, how is that even possible? It's crazy. Are the days just getting shorter? Great or... smokes, guys. Start please, working. No, please, <laughs> Start no, please, no, 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 no. I'm telling no. you, don't want to talk about it. Don't not, want to think about it. Not going to be a fun year. Don't know. No. no. Oh gosh. I am looking forward to my trip, though. Oh yeah. Where are you going? Alaska. Ooh. Alaska. You going to see the Northern Lights? Uh, you can't see the northern lights in the summer. What? It's very hard. It's like northern to see the northern lights. It's got to be like September through March, April. Really? Yeah, it kind of yeah. sucks. But when you have kids, you travel in the summer. True. You know, it's one of those things. You yeah. Know. Daughter's like in summer camp for all summer, so I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, I'm excited. You know, how many times can you drink? You know, coconut cocktails in the Caribbean and sand and beach. You know, it's we live in Florida. Beach is passe. Yeah, literally. Yeah. We live nice in paradise. Nice to see glaciers and mountains and, you know, some yeah. cool stuff up there. Check it out. I'm sure it'll be exciting. Also, yeah. Joe Tex from Face Off Unlimited will be here. A Face Off Unlimited, the improv group, talk about their new move to Chicago. Apparently, they have this Chinese game show. <laughs> I watched a couple of videos of this. It's kind of kind of weird, kind of funny. Yeah. I think you need to be, like, well-intoxicated to really enjoy the show. I think you have to be Paul. <laughs> I So, I did the show with them when they first started, and... Uh, it's a Japanese-style game show, and you mess up the improv, and then a beautiful Japanese girl comes and beats the crap out of you. They actually have Japanese hosts. Yeah. Though, though you weren't Japanese when you were hosting it. Though. I didn't host Hi-oh. it. Oh, I you didn't host it. I was you one, one of the players. guys. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. They got a Japanese host, a little geisha girl walking around, a couple things. But, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting show. Interesting. So it'll yeah. be interesting to talk to them. Every week here on KMA Talk Radio, we like to give great stuff away. Our good friends over at Zycar, who have announced some exciting new things coming to the trade show this year. Yes. If you saw the emails that have been coming out, they've got a great couple of really interesting new collections they've got coming out. Good. Uh, last week, our winner, Philip Hogan of Boynton Beach, Florida, won the Zycar KMA Talk Radio. Boynton, hometown boy. I know. I don't think we I can't remember last time someone from Boynton won. I, neither can I. I can't remember nice. one last week. Right, right. That's true, too. Uh, this week, if you want to take home a fantastic prize from our good friends over at Zycar, just head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and post your comment on the photo of the belly-flopping person into a pile of mud, what it looks like, and a bunch of people standing around gawking. <laughs> and you can take home a Turum lighter, a fantastic new pr- lighter from our good friends over at Zycar. It is a fantastic lighter that everyone should own. Each week also on KMA Talk Radio, we like to give away a five-pack from our good friends over at Recluse. In the iconic KMA t- Talk Radio poll of the week, last week we asked you, with the announcement of the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight, what are your thoughts on the fight? 60% of you said, not interested, it's a publicity stunt. Wow, surprise, surprise. Wow. I know. Yeah. 3% of you said, wake me up when there's a steel cage match. And uh, 14% said, I'm excited. 
But the real question I bet you it'll gross a lot of money, though. I, it's gonna, the real question, <laughs> exactly what I was about to ask, say is, okay, so all of the, the 60% of you and the 25% of you, that 85%, so gonna buy how many show. of you are actually going to buy it still? That's right. the next question to really go I'm in. We're going to go somewhere that's going to be there. So congratulations to Robert Ryan of New Windsor, Maryland. You are taking home a five-pack from our good buddy Scott Weeks and Recluse Cigars. Are you into that stuff? Do you watch that? Boxing, cage matches? Yeah, I watch yeah, Ultimate MMA. fighting? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't gross you out? No. Little nosebleed, knocked out. I was joining the Marine Corps before I found out I had a daughter. Really? You're going to be a Marine? Ooh, Rob. Yeah. Really? MP, military police. Really? Yeah. You learn oh. something new every day. You learn something new every day. <laughs> the few, the proud, the Marine. Ah, yes! I was waiting for that. <laughs> My man, Colin. That's really where it comes in. Colin gets a standing out. He's on his game today. Colin's one of the few guys that can make him smile like that. You very it's, rarely it's, see Adam listen, smile like that. It's any pretty girl, Colin, and Matt Booth. That's about it. And Matt Booth. That's it. <laughs> That's the three things in the universe that can and make people Adam. that show up with booze. Well, yeah, and booze, but that's yeah. not people. Right. That's booze. But three people that can actually, and m- maybe grandma. What are you talking oh, about? I showed up with champagne and orange juice and strawberries. Well, and... you fall in the pretty woman category. Oh, God. You automatically make yeah. a smile. So, yeah, it's okay. See, Sounds look, like smile. Right. Hey, there you go. Uh-huh. Doesn't take on. much. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does not. All right. All right. It's going to be an exciting show. Uh, oh, we really got track. Don't we? No, we got to talk about the poll for this week. Oh, what is, oh yes. We didn't get to the poll yet. Skipping the yes. letter yourself. Uh, this week, if you want to take home a five-pack from Iconic Leaf, just head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and participate in this week's poll. Who is your favorite late-night host of all time? Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, David Letterman, Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Fallon. Those are your five to choose from. We feel like that's the ones that really get to this age. I'm gonna be of honest people. with you. This is a tough vote for me. Really, it's yeah. a tough vote. Well, because I, I am I am part of the Johnny Carson era. So you. So I saw. I mean, I watched Johnny Carson like every night with my parents, and then as a young adult, I watched him every night. So yeah, you were still ultra there. De- ultra depressed when he yeah retired. Never really got into Jay Leno, so he's not an issue for me. I I was a Dave Letterman fan. Big Dave Letterman fan, that, right. that, that offbeat humor, yeah. that sarcasm, I mean, you know me, you, Mr. You were, sarcasm. You were probably there enough to remember, actually, the Late Late Show with Letterman. Yeah. That's no, no, he, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, that's where I used to, used to watch Letterman. Oh, yeah. And then, um, but I'll tell you what, when I heard Jimmy Fallon was going to do the Tonight Show, Late Night Show, I was like, oh, what a bad choice. I mean, are you kidding me? And, I, you know, he's awesome. So, it, it, you know, I, I don't know if he qualifies for all time yet, mm. you know, but it, this is a tough poll for me. No, no, no. Here's the thing that I'm just going to say there. Letterman is my late night host. He is the late night host of my generation. Thank you, it Paul, is. from it, my generation. I know it is, but you didn't grow up with Carson. That's I know, why. exactly. Like, That's I why. can't remember That's Carson. Why. He yeah. retired when I was like 10. The older guys who take this poll will be interesting. Absolutely. I, I think you're because right. I'm a Letterman guy, too. I loved Letterman. Yeah. yeah. I love David Letterman. I just hate. I just like anyone that's not Jay Leno. Mm. Thank you. I hate Jay Did Leno. Did you ever watch that TV uh, movie they I, made? Oh, yes. the whole... It's on Amazon he's, Prime. Yeah. He's hiding in the closet, oh. listening to the meetings. Jay yeah. Leno. Yeah. Oh. That made me hate him even more. <laughs> oh, My yeah. air is more Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel and Fallon is the, the yeah. younger generation. But I, I have to admit, I can't take any way, anything away from Jimmy Fallon. I think he's done a tremendous job. I think he's been an awesome late-night host. So he'll definitely fall into this category over time, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Fallon understands what it is to be 
the host in what is the current state of late night television, which is what his job is. Right, he's reached an audience, and well, and to be some of to his be bits on, are so funny they make TV shows off him. Right, and that's know? the thing because they that's what they have to do now. Mm. If you don't have a bit that works for YouTube, you're not going to have something that works long term. Yeah, so that's what's going on. So make sure you head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and participate in this week's poll, and you can take home a five-pack of Recluse Cigars. I'm actually very curious to see how this poll pans out. I know. It'll be very interesting. It yeah. should be a very exciting poll. we got to take a break. When we come back, Scott Regina from the IPCPR and Emerson Cigars. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Nat Sherman is the leading American luxury brand in premium cigars. From the classic range of the Metropolitan and Host selections to the transformative Timeless Collection, their elegant sterling and limited edition offerings, or the bold and commemorative 1930 blend and Epoca, everyone has the opportunity to enjoy a Nat Sherman experience. Family owned and operated since 1930, Nat Sherman's tradition of innovation and commitment to excellence reminds us why America's Nat Sherman brand is known as tobacconist to the world. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged. 
in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sungrown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. We're back with more KMA Talk Radio. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, and uh, it is a lovely the 24th day of June in the year 2017. With me, of course, our special guest host, the lovely Aurora. Hi, how you doing? Shawn Wing! Yes, most definitely. Uh huh. For those of you not keeping up on Facebook Live, well, you're certainly missing out. And, of course, everyone's favorite coffee connoisseur, Honest yeah. Abe. I would have been here sooner, but we had to search the whole place to find one paper towel or one piece of napkin because it was spilled. I'm sure it's my fault. No. Totally I was waiting. Fault. I was Listen, totally waiting. Tissue is not in the JBC budget. <laughs> what is in the JBC I no budget? I, do they have a budget? Looking, I don't looking, think there looking is. Looking for answers. Oh, hey, look. I don't there you Errol, go. Oh, he's got some. Look. There actually are some. They probably stole them from the bathroom. Errol, though, Errol's going to get in trouble now. That's going to be. Uh, it's going to be itemized and taken off his paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to have to pay them now. Yeah. yeah. Thank probably. you, Errol. In fact, stash that somewhere over here. Okay. There Stashing you go. Stashing the paper towels. So, uh, with that, I think it's time, time for our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. Founded in 1933, the International Cream Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, formerly the RTDA, is the oldest and largest most active trade association representing assisting retailers of premium tobacco products and their suppliers. This year will be the 85th Annual Convention and Trade Show in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Joining us today is the Membership and Trade Show Committee Chair of the IPCPR and President of Emerson Cigars, Scott Regina. Scott, welcome to KMA Talk Radio. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. How's everything in the DMV? Everything's great. Yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> so, Scott, how old are you, Scott? I'm 40. All right. So Sound pretty you're not, young, you're not, though. You're not much <laughs> Paul, are you going to die? Our producer just... <laughs> what happened? Okay. Let's, let's not I leave the you. microphone on. <laughs> We're going to do... The reason why I asked I is... I don't have a cam over you're, there. You're Paul, cool. the producer. <laughs> Producers in quotes. Really the best we could afford. Gotta get, I got to get some of those paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, more, you're more my generation. Who's your, who's your favorite host of all time? You know, I was think, trying to think about that. And uh, so, what were the choices again? It was Carson, Letterman, Car- Carson, Leno, Letterman, Letterman, uh, yeah. Kimmel, Kimmel, and, and Fallon. Fallon. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think probably the one that I watched the most was Letterman. That yeah. was my my time. Um, so I would say Letterman. Yeah, I think Letterman's going to hit the mark. Yeah, come on, he was such an iconic. 
He was the Carson yeah. of our era. I agree. It's I what agree. was going well, on there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little older, so I had a little more Carson in me. I mean, it just goes to the point of where I can't even bo- watch. I tried watching Colbert a while ago. I turned it off. <laughs> it's 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 horrific. I really don't watch any of the new guys other than Fallon. If if it's on, you know. If, if I watch on. something, I watch Kimmel now. Who, who do you are you do you watch anybody currently now? Me too. Scott. I don't watch anyone currently now. No, just can't get into them. Ah, so I mean, you're well, you're a busy guy. You got all this work with the IPCPR and work being the president of Emerson's. You probably go to bed before eleven o'clock, right? <laughs> you know what? By the end of the day, I am tired with all the work that's going on. So that's usually around when I go to bed at 11 o'clock. But I got a 17-month-old son, and uh, he's up early. So it's usually early mornings. I hear Congratulations. I haven't used an alarm clock in nine years since my first I know. child. I stopped. Never needed one again. <laughs> so, right. so tell us a little bit about Emerson's. It's been around a very long time. Who, who started Emerson's? Yeah, so, you know, we've been in business for 42 years, and it was founded by my father-in-law, Chad, who... Abe, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, in fact, he's probably, knowing him, he's probably sitting on his boat right now smoking a cigar <laughs> listening to the broadcast. Your father-in-law is a good man. So he started it now. What, what, do you know what got him into the business? Yeah, absolutely. So he was actually a traveling salesman um, for uh, uh, DuPont selling auto paint. He was traveling wow. in uh, the Midwest, and he went into a cigar store. Or At the time, it wasn't a cigar store. It was more of a tobacco store. And he bought his first pipe, and he fell in love with pipes. And a year later, he said, "You know what? I'm going to go into business on my own." And he uh, he partnered with uh, Tinderbox, and he opened up his first store as a Tinderbox. Wow! Funny, we were just actually talking about Tinderboxes with uh, Craig Cass yes. not that long ago. We had him on the show not that yeah, long ago. Yeah, we were getting into the history of Tinderboxes and how there was exponentially all of them all across the country in all of the malls yep. everywhere. And, I mean, it's funny that you bring that up again. It's another person with going back into Tinderbox well, like, roots. At the time, you know, Tinderbox yeah. was, you know, the known mm-hmm. entity if you wanted to get in the cigar business yeah. and wanted a little guidance doing it. So, so Craig is second generation. I'm second generation. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that his dad, I think he went into business about a year or two before my father-in-law started. So uh, my father-in-law is, is, is good friends with, with Craig's dad. That's nice. Isn't that cool? Yeah, you get that old, wild, right? get that old school generationalism of these guys who've been there for forever. And now you got the second generations running everything. It's a very historic and interesting entity that we have going on here, especially in the cigar industry, which is a family industry. Very, a very small industry. Mm-hmm. I think Lou Rothman once said it's an industry where you could just call anybody by their first name and you know who you're talking about. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, hundred percent. But uh, it's a very. I, you know, I think that that was. Pro- I think that's probably one of the things that attracted me to the business. I've been in the business for you know just over ten years, and I went to my first at the time RCDA well, trade show with my father-in-law. Hold on, Scott. And I got to cool. cut you I, off, Scott. Just, Scott, I got to cut you off. I'm sorry. We got to take a break. It's a short segment. Yes. When we come back, more with Scott Regina from the IPCPR. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. If you had to pack a go-bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. 
Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky-shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Caldwell Cigar Company is a proud sponsor of Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you try all of Caldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Affectionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Affectionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio with Honest Abe, the lovely Lady M, and Adam K, the Brewmeister. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K, the Brewmeister. With me, of course, energy drink aficionado, Honest Abe. Great oldie. Oh, yeah. And, of course, special guest host, the lovely Aurora. Hello. Hi. What's going on? 
that's, that's, I'm hitting on you conversation. Yeah. Show What's going on? Hi. Uh, yes. He's like, hello, how are you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, we're in the middle of our Meet Your Mega segment. Before we went to break, we were talking to Scott Regina of Emerson Cigars and Membership and Trade Show Committee Chair of the IPCPR. Scott, thanks for taking some time out of your Saturday to be here with us, especially with your busy life Absolutely. and a 17-month-old. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, Scott, tell us, how did, the, how did the shops eventually go from Tinderbox to becoming what we know today as Emerson Cigars? Yeah, it was uh, it was probably I don't know probably twenty five thirty years ago when uh, my father in law had some stores as tinderboxes and he eventually he sold off um, the ones that he had in Northern Virginia and Maryland and re- relocated permanently down here in Hampton Roads um, and it was probably I don't know maybe five or ten years before the cigar boom when he transitioned to to Emerson Cigars. And Emerson is actually his middle name, so um, so that's, oh, that's the tie of the name. I didn't know that. And myself. we have four locations currently. We have one in, in uh, Hampton, Virginia, two in Virginia Beach, and one in Chesapeake. Now, are you strictly are you strictly a brick and mortar, or you guys ship around the country? Yeah, we ship around the country. Also, you know, we um, we have a website, and, and with, with this area, one of the things that um, is very prominent is a lot of the the military installations, the Navy and the Army, nice. and a lot of times uh, customers come into our stores. They have uh, you know, their first cigar, they learn about cigars, and by being able to provide mail order, um, it's great because a lot of times they get deployed and we can continue to provide them service. Excellent. That's awesome. That is very great. So, Scott, what's it like trying to uh, take over the business after you're trying to, how much is your father-in-law breathing down your back? Well, I'd like to know, first of all, what it was like starting to work for your father-in-law. Also what was control. that like, you know, starting out? Yeah, you know, I, I got lucky. He's he's a great guy. He's he's a ton of fun, and um, he he was uh, one of the things that was really, uh, you know, enticing to me about getting involved with the business is the fact that, you know, he was really understanding in terms of, hey, what do you think about trying this, or what do you think this will work? And you know, he let me make mistakes. He he also stopped me from making mistakes, <laughs> and um, it was a good relationship for me. You know, the opportunity to come in. And, and be involved with a business that was established, um, you know, was something that I just couldn't pass up. What were you doing before? I keep, I keep you beating you. knew exactly yeah. where I was going to go. Keep beating you. I keep beating you. <laughs> what were you doing yeah. before you got into the working for Emerson, Scott? Yeah, so I have an undergraduate degree in environmental science, and I worked for a company um, in New England while my wife was going to law school that was a data provider for... Um, let's see, software that powers like in-car navigation oh. and uh, like, you know, Google Maps and stuff like that. So it's, it's manufacturing, but it's a different type of manufacturing. It's, uh, it's digital manufacturing. And so the company I work for basically sold the data that powers the software. Wow. So were you nervous about switching completely to a different career? This is like 180 yeah. degrees times 10. You know, you know what was um, that was really exciting was the fact that what I was doing on, from the manufacturing perspective, it was just operations, and being able to come and get involved with a small business and having my hands in not only the day-to-day operations but also the financial management and the marketing and seeing how you make all of them work together was something that was really attractive to me. Hmm. Wow! So now I imagine that father-in-law is retired. You're running the whole show. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, listen, you're never retired. Yeah, I hear you. He goes into the stores, and every time you. he comes to see, see me, he's got a list of all the things I'm messing up and things <laughs> that I need to fix. So That's you're great. never out of it. But, um, 
But when it comes to the day-to-day operations, um, yeah, he's sitting back and, and enjoying life. That's great. So he's uh, feeling pretty confident that you took over the business. Yeah, yeah. So business has been good. You know, it's, I've been in the business just over 10 years. And, um, yeah, we're, um, we, you know, enjoy it. The, the stores are performing well. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy. You know, I'm lucky. I will say that if I didn't have a great team that was working in the stores, uh, my involvement with all the different associations that I have would be very difficult. So you are, I'm fortunate to have a, yeah. a really good team of staff, and um, it affords me the time to to, um, to also get involved with, with a lot of the industry associations. Yeah, you are heavily involved in a lot of outside organizations. And I think I, you and I sat – do we sit on the board at the same time? Yeah, we did. So yep. you've, been, you've been on the board like forever now. That's what happens when you get on the executive committee. Yeah, how many years have you been serving <laughs> the board? It's a long run. So start to finish, I don't know the exact number, but start to finish on the IPCPR, it's, it's 15, 15 plus years. Yeah, so but right. It's quite the run. Because you work up yep. the whole chain. But you, you, right now, what year are you in? So I'm the, I'm the secretary, and I also am the, the, the chair of the membership and trade show committee. Right. So I am the lowest position on the executive committee. So oh. there's... Uh, three or four more spots that I'll rotate right. up until I become president. Because I mean, I, you know, when you, when I sat on the board with you, I'm, I'll be honest with you, it was, it was under a different CEO. There was Bill Spann at the time, yeah. and it was you know, yeah. look, I love the industry. You love the industry, and, and I think as anybody who's involved and really cares and passionate about the industry, you want to try to help the industry. But I, I've got to be honest with you, my three years of tenure there was a lot of talk, 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 and a lot of nothing, 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 nothing. You know, it was a big. Uh, it's three years of my life. Yeah. I may I may never get back. But um, <laughs> that being said, yeah. you know, we have a new CEO now. How, how has it been being on the board of the IPCPR, which is basically yeah, it's, this it's, industry's it's, trade organization? Yeah, it's, it's really different. You know, I mean, we're, we're led by Mark Purcell. He's our CEO. We, we're governed by a great board of directors. And, you know, I, for the first time, I really feel that we have uh, somewhat of a clear direction as to where we need to be focused in our efforts. And, you know, the first is, is our education and member services. We hired a, um, a gentleman by the name of Greg Vickers. He's our membership and services director. And he's the one that's spearheading um, the seminars that we're doing at the show, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, Good. the online webinars that we launched, our partnership programs, and really just being a resource for the trade, um, you know, being that outlet for retailers to call or manufacturers to call and, and link people up. And, and, um, and, and so that's, that's one area that we're really focusing on. The second piece, um, and I know you all know this, is the advocacy efforts. It's um, it's intense right now. We have a great team there, really focusing on our federal, state, and, and even our local issues. You know, from the federal side, last week you had Daniel Trope on 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 the show. He's um, he's the one that's that's really pushing us forward with the, with the federal issues. And then on the state and local, we have a great pair of Matt Agali and Rachel Hyde, who are who are really um, spearheading our efforts from the state and local level. And then the final piece that we're focused on is obviously the trade show. I mean, there's this, this is the trade show is what what makes us makes this association successful and keeps us going. Well, and we have a great trade show director in Don Conger, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to the show that's coming up just about two weeks from now. It's going to be here before we know it. Don in what? Vegas, right? In Vegas, yeah, yes. cool. In Vegas, big, yep. The, the next th- three years in Vegas. It is the next three years. Yeah. Good memory. Yeah. I think I might have said that once in front of her. <laughs> Very good memory. You remember the Dawn joke, right, with Emily? Oh gosh, <laughs> we had, you know Emily was going back and forth with emails with Dawn once, and then one yep. time she literally asked me, "Well, is Dawn a, a man or a woman?" 
<laughs> I said her name is the name is Dawn, <laughs> not Don. Yeah. She goes, I know, but Dawn could go both ways. <laughs> and we got in this, we, Paul. We got in this huge debate. <laughs> I'm talking about huge debate where she was seriously arguing the point that D A W N can be a man's name. Was she saying she knew people, or was she like, oh, I know a Don. He's a good guy. I'm like, in what universe? And we actually put it on the radio, and we had everybody in, in, in the country go on Facebook and say, ah, no, Don's a woman's name. There and I bet no you, Dawn. till now, she still thinks she's right. I, I kind of, I kind of think she's right too. Really, Don no can, can be a man's no. name. Okay, first off, Don, not Don, as Dawn. in Don Draper, Dawn. D A W N, yeah, Dawn, Dawn, not Dawn. He sounds like Long not Island Dawn. in here. Dawn, Dawn. Okay, you show me a guy named Don, I'll show you two messed up parents. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Facebook will everything. And, and that kid will grow up top. You might as well name him Sue. Yeah. Okay? You know that Johnny Cash song? I know it's not in your era, but yeah. Right. Okay. Anyways, we got a tangent. What an exciting thing. We'll tangent, get back to the IPCPR. Tangents aside, we'll get break. back to the IPCPR. And when we come back, more with Scott Regina and the IPCPR when we return. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. If you had to pack a go bag. What would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, 
Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam Kittenbrewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe and special guest host, the lovely Aurora. A little sweet this morning. Yeah, a little Matthew Sweet. Sweet. Yes. Just like Wing. That's going to be like a rejoiner now? <laughs> Why not? What, uh, whatever Why not? works. All right. We're in the Meet Your Makers segment of the Meat and Potatoes part of our show. Yes. With Scott Regina of Emerson Cigars and the IPCPR. Before we went to break, we've been talking to Scott about the legacy of Emerson's, the history behind it, and, uh, you know, just kind of touching our toes into what it is the IPCPR, what they've got going on. Well, I don't want to get too much on to the uh, advocacy side, because we've right. got, we got, we got 80 other guests who cover that department. Yes. We, now, yep. now, let's talk about the IPCPR, formerly, which some of us still refuse to call it. Yes, still, it's still called the, the RTDA. RTDA yeah. But, um, you know, it, 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 was, it was a struggle when I was on the board, because, you know, look, it, it's, it's really funny, because we're one of the few industries, I really think, that our trade organization and our trade show is so consumer-involved. Consumers get in, they won't know about it, they know what's going on. You know, I, you know, I buy electronics all day long, I got no clue when there's an electronics show. You know, you know, you know, you know it's, it's, it's really strange. Uh, a lot of the consumers get involved, they go out there, even if they don't get in, and socialize, so it, it, it's odd, but we, you know... Part of the problem was over the years is keeping people involved in the trade show. And what are some of the things, Scott, that's happened over the years that you feel is revitalizing the show, making people? Because I noticed for the first time, I got an email or a few months ago, you know, 10 reasons to go to the trade show this year. So they're even like, yeah, they're like marketing it now. Wait, what was the 10 reasons? Oh, I didn't read it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read it. I saw the email. I didn't read it. That's what, yeah, The fact that he saw the email, that's When impressive. you have 1,800 emails a day, you just got to go. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. But, I mean, what, what's some of the things you feel that would be accomplishments or things, big changes you think that, that's revitalizing the show uh, for not only the people uh, in the industry, but even the people who, uh, who just come in to hang out? 
Yeah, so, I mean, we're definitely making a lot of efforts on, on, on these parts. I mean, we, you know, the trade show, that is what it is, the expo hall. Um, there's obviously a lot of uh, uh, incentive to want to go and, as a retailer and learn about the new products and network with the manufacturers. But we're also putting a significant emphasis on a few other things, one being um, education. So, you know, our trade show kicks off on, on, uh, on the activities Monday, July 10th. And, uh, and that kicks off three or four um, seminars, three of them being focused on retailers, one of them being focused on manufacturers. And so uh, there'll be one for the manufacturers in the morning that's going to basically give them an FDA update, make sure that their, you know, uh, their timeline matches up with where uh, uh, the, some of the, the industry professionals think they need to be in terms of compliance with, with, with the FDA rule. And then we, we slide into um, a few retailer-focused seminars, one being how do we turn new customers into repeat customers, presented by uh, Richard Shapiro, who's a consultant, and then uh, followed, followed by that with how to sur- survive and thrive as a tobacconist today, presented by uh, David Bishop from, from Balvor. Um, and then we'll wrap up our seminars with a FDA um, regulatory uh, retailer-focused compliance update, um, and so that will touch on, on day one with the education activities that we have going on. And then we, we really start to ramp things up that evening. We have Light Up the Night and Black and White kickoff party. It's going to be at the Westgate Paradise Event Center, sponsored by Macanudo Inspirato. And it's going to be open bar, tons of food, tobacco stations, dancing, music, obviously a lot of networking. Aurora. We're really making sure that this kickoff party is uh, is something that's that's a that's a can't miss uh, event. So Aurora, we're really excited about that. Aurora got excited. She heard open bar. She doesn't. Know no, this. I heard open bar and food. Yeah, well, that's this industry yep. basically is open bar and food. If you're going to any function, basically expect open bar. Are we going to this? A lot. Are we going to this? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, that's all they do. They drink all day and eat all night. And, Let's yeah. do it. That's like I've been, doing it, I've been doing it for twenty years. Well, I haven't had like much time out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, you guys for the last few years have always uh, had some kind of big show going on, right? You had America one year, and we, you guys got any of that going on this year? Yeah, absolutely. So Thursday evening, we're going to be at the uh, Light Night Club at Mandalay Bay for the IPCPR Cigar Bash, and the band that we have uh, that evening is going to be Thirty Eight Special. Oh wow, that's really so I mean, a lot of a lot of hits. Hold on loosely. Yeah. Caught up in you, rocking into the night. I'm sure you guys probably yeah. have some sound yep. clips yep. there, but oh, um, yeah. yeah, we're excited about it. It's the third year now that we've done the cigar bash, and um, the light night club. It's great. We, you know, tons of tons of food, uh, a lot of drinks, and a lot of cigars. So let me ask you a question because yeah, you know, there has been some controversy this year. What was the whole situation with the last minute change? A venue. Yeah. The, the show had been at the, the Sands Expo for the last 10, 15 years, maybe, you know, as far as when it was in Vegas. And it was scheduled to be at the Sands Expo again this year. And all of a sudden, about right. six months ago, there was a big change. What what happened exactly? Yeah, they definitely threw us a curveball. Um, and, and uh, you know, fortunately, our staff, the IPCPR, was able to move quickly and, and secure us another location. Um, and so basically what happened was the Sands Venetian, they made a business decision. I think that they had an opportunity to, to bring in a, a Fortune 10 uh, company, a technology company from what we're hearing, and um, they presented them with an offer to essentially uh, take the convention hall and take a lot of room nights during the same dates of, as ours. And the Sands Venetian had a clause in, in the agreement that 
that they could cancel within a certain period of time. And so I think they just made a business decision. They executed but I think we recovered really nicely. I'm happy with, with, with what we have set up. We have a room block at the Westgate, which is adjacent to um, the hall that we're going to be using at the convention center. The Westgate was, has been great in terms of giving us an, an event space where we can smoke cigars, do our educational events, do our opening party. And then we also have a room block at, at the Wynn Encore, which is, you know, essentially it's just right across the golf course. I mean, we'll, we'll be running shuttle buses, um, but it's, it's not far. So, you know, we recovered nicely. We're excited about the show. We're going to have more than 300 exhibitors in, in, in more than 410,000 square feet in the convention hall. You know, we're estimating that there's going to be over 6,500 people in attendance from about 17 different countries. So we're really pumped about, about the, the show this year. Um, we have some additional great things going on Tuesday morning when the, when the trade show floor actually opens. We're going to have our opening breakfast and our annual meeting. And the highlight of this meeting is that we've um, uh, that that um, our keynote speaker will be Mayor Rudy Giuliani, and this will be sponsored by Altadas USA. And so, oh, nice. I mean, I'm sure everyone on the calls know he's a, a diehard cigar smoker, and um, we're, we're we're also really excited to have him there um, addressing our group first you know, thing in the morning as the trade show kicks off. Absolutely, I was wondering if we could bring that up. And Scott, you know, it's interesting you mentioned the square footage. Of the trade show floor, because every year it seems like the footprint gets the footprint bigger keeps getting bigger and bigger, and, bigger and, and, and I have to walk further and further. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, when we were in New Orleans, I kept asking, "Anybody, can I get a segue over here?" Because I'm trying to go from one end to the other, and this is like astronomically a long way. W- what does the IPCPR feel as the trade show keeps getting bigger? What steps are they taking to make sure that we're? Well, I think that was one of the discussions I've said before in the past. Is yeah, you know, everybody says. Ah, it just doesn't look full. It doesn't look attended. Well, the problem I keep saying is the footprint is growing way more than there are tobacconists. Yeah. So yeah, when you know you take so many people and you triple or quadruple or quintuple the size of the space, doesn't look as full. Exactly. But what are they going to do for the people that may may have or may not have um, booked a hotel by the expo? Shuttle. They're going to shuttle them. They're going to shuttle them. So they're they're going to take care of them. Yeah, they figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I worry about those people. They're pretty smart (laughs) people on that board. The center is right there on the monorail line. So it's actually very convenient for people that stay at other hotels. I've only been to Vegas once, so. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should take you. Yeah. You know yes, what happens you guys in were Vegas. asking about the square Stays in Vegas. It's definitely something that we're we're conscious of, and um, you know we um, I don't I don't know how it compares to New Orleans or or um, uh, some of the other venues that we've we've been to, but we are we are conscious of that. We want the show to look full, and um, you know we're um, we're definitely taking steps to, uh, to 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 make that happen. You know, it's interesting, Scott, as we're talking about the footprint. I mean, and every year there's always an idea of the new exhibitors that show up at the trade show every year. And it's so, how many new exhibitors with all the FDA regulations are we now expecting Good at question. this year's show? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know that answer. I don't know how many are new versus um, um, repeat exhibitors, but I could definitely do some research and probably no, probably get to that information. But I don't know that off the top of my head. But what I am curious is, you know, we from, from what I understood that the trade show was contracted for the next three years in Vegas. So with the yeah, so, with, with the cancellation so, yeah, contract me, this let, year... Let me clear that up. Yeah. So, so we're in Vegas this year at the Las Vegas Convention Center, 
and then we're going to be in um, we're in Las Vegas for 2008 at the convention center. 2008. We have not signed anything for 2019. So this year we're at the Las Vegas convention center, and we'll be at the Las Vegas convention center next year also. Can we get and an the East date Coast for the two? The dates for the 2018 show. I'm doing this off the top of my head. I want to say that the, the first day of the trade show floor opens is July 14th, with the last day being on July 17th. Yeah, so I, I, seminar I, day will be on the 13th. I was dying to know the dates for next year. I'm putting it on my calendar right now. Get, can we get an East Coast facility for 19 it, it already? KMA exclusive. Right, KMA exclusive, exactly. <laughs> I know. Let's just get a night. Can we get 19 on the East Coast again? Come on. Or at least got, in Colorado. We got, we got to talk to our friend Jeff Borschwitz. I know. Or what about like the Javits Center? I guess the the whole. Are you kidding me? You don't like the Javits Center? Who, who, who said you could talk? Yes, Paul. Oh, sorry, Paul. Paul, go back to your corner, please. All right, you could, uh, Scott. So, so, Scott, listen. I, I'm yeah. sorry, we're running out of time. We got to hit the hard break here. Thanks for being here. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for talking to us about the trade show and yes, the history of Emerson's. I'm sure we will see you in Las Vegas coming up in just a, two weeks. Uh, best of luck. Until then. Make sure everything is going very well over there. We look forward to hearing more Thanks, about everything Scott. going on. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Scott. When we get back, Thank you. Scoop. Keep it lit. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with with beer. The all-new Scores Palm Beach. Come be a part of the world-famous Gentleman's Club's new look. A new year brings a new addition to South Florida. Scores Palm Beach. Offering a free lunch buffet Monday through Thursday with $5 prime rib on Friday. Two-for-one drinks till 7 p.m. Scores Palm Beach. VIP seating and second-floor skybox suites. Full liquor, full nude until 5 a.m. 3174 Lake Worth Road, just west of Congress on Lake Worth Road. For more info, call 649-2000 or at scorespalmbeach.com. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio with Honest Abe, the lovely Lady M, and Adam K, the Brewmeister. I was walking down the street the other day. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K, the Brewmeister, and I am well. All by myself. But Colin's here. Colin's got my back. Always. Thanks, buddy. If I grab the microphone, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So what are they doing right now? Uh, Swing and Abe. I have no idea. Hmm. I'll just drink my coffee. It's been a fantastic uh, episode of KMA Radio. Special thanks to Scott Regina of Emerson Cigars for being our meteor maker today. And uh, coming up still, Joe Tex from Face Off Unlimited Improv. A friend of Paul's. So it'll definitely be fantastic. Did you just vet him as a friend of Paul's? Yeah. <laughs> that how you introduced him? Yeah. It's a friend of Paul's. Paul has friends. Paul has friends. But then you have that little sly comment at the end of it. Like, I, I, I have some powerful friends out there, man. Wait, did you say powerful? Yeah. <laughs> powerful, um, important, I'm gonna... cool, fun. Adam's my new friend now. We hang out now. Powerful, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You are powerful. He's the right-hand man to the king. And now you know. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> with me, of course, Honest Dave and the lovely Aurora. Hi. Aurora with hey. a very summery outfit today. Yeah. Oh, it's summer. It is summer, man. Yeah. It was hot. We just went outside for a second. Whew, it's hot <gasps> out there. Really? It's brutal. Well, we, lived, we do indeed live in Florida. Pool day. Pool day. Beach. Going to the pool. Ah, pool. I don't like chlorine. Uh, salt pool. Oh, okay. Oh, even better. Yeah, because the beach is tough this I, time, I'm finding. Like, it's you. It's hard to walk on the sand. It's so dude, hot. I'm so beyond sand. If I never see a grain of sand for the rest <laughs> of my life, I could care less. Oh, see, I like it, but it's, it's too hot now. Listen, if you go to Singer when you have four kids and you go to the beach... You are oh, gonna, forget it. Yeah. You're going to be finding sand for the next three months. Yeah, we do with the In dogs the now. I hate Everywhere. my life. Yeah, yeah. People ask me why I don't go to the beach. Why don't Never. you go to the beach? There's sand there. Let's go. No. Let's go after There's the sand there. Show. Dude, if Aurora said let's go to the beach, you would be so there. No yeah. bikini. So are. there. Sand. Aurora don't like sand. Aurora bikini. Bikini. Sorry, you would so go. I, he's, he's so full of he's it. He's so full of it. Isn't yeah, he? he would be so there. full of it. He'd be so down. No, he'd be so down. Uh, I, I need an umbrella and some 70 grade yeah. sunblock no, no, and no. a hat you know and what? a lot of other stuff. I got to look up I'll, 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 go to the be- I'll go to the beach with you. <laughs> right, Screw him. There you go. Yeah. Good call. I'll right. go to the beach with you. Anyway, time for a special guest with the scoop. With Coop. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Do, do we got the Coopster on the phone? Yes, he is. The Coop! Joining us this week, Coop himself, Mr. Koopaloop. What's happening, Coop? Good morning, everybody. How's it going today? What's up, pal? How you been? I'm doing well, doing well, doing well. It's about two weeks now till I leave for the trade show and uh, kind of, um, you know, I, getting ready for it. I was going to say, you go to the trade show almost every year, right? What's, yeah, I haven't missed it since 2010. What's your take on the show and its development over the years? You know, I think that they've. I think in the last few years, I've seen some real, real improvements in in the show. I think they've tried to make it more of an event. I think they've tried to make it more with the education, and you know, there's always been a sales aspect to that, and that will continue. But I think in recent years, that that's continued. Have they always done successful at it? Um, you know, maybe not. But I think I've seen the effort there. And I've seen it get better over the last three or four years under some trying circumstances. You know, I gave them, I gave them the best idea ever to make the trade show the destination spot one time a year. And they couldn't put it together. And what was it? There's very little times that the whole industry is in one city. Okay? Because that's the whole industry is there. Right? And I've been saying it for years. I said it when I was on the board. And it was... It was a lot of, you know, once you start wanting everybody's opinion in the industry to see if they'll be all right with it, you're never going to get anywhere, okay? Because no one's ever going to agree. You, my, my philosophy is you just do it, and they get over it, and they get used to it. But I said they always should have done a cigar industry roast once a year. They should. Pick somebody, you roast them, you do a nice gala at night, you make it open to the public, certain percentage of seats. You videotape it, you make a DVD annually, you sell it through retailers, you donate that money to the CRA, litigate, whatever. But a roast would be something I think that people would say, I can't wait till this year's roast. You yeah. go every year. What, yeah. do you, what, what, what do you think about that, Coop? I remember you saying that. I thought it would be a, a really, really good idea. Genius! You know, there was a few, it's yeah, genius! I mean, that entertainment, people, these are personalities that have entertainment value like in the industry, and I think it would be perfect. 
Coop, I had a comedian, a professional comedian out in California who specialized in, in coordinating roasts, okay, helping people write their material, all right, that was going to do it for a nominal fee. Paul's like all jealous. Oh, I could do that. I could see your face no, through the window. No, I just said, I just said Jeff Ross. No. <laughs> and, 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 he, and he was a cigar fan, a cigar smoker, so he was all excited about it, and they couldn't do it. They, said, they started having committees asking because they didn't know what day they would do it, and it was just a joke. Did they have a committee? But I'm telling you, if they did a roast every year, it'd be the best thing this, this it would be the best thing for this industry. We could, we could do a Sell roast DVDs. on the show. Sell DVDs. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You make, it, the CRI, uh, yeah. you make a yeah, DVD, like you yeah. produce them for a dollar piece, you, you, and, you, and that way yeah. it, retailers could buy them, and then I could either give them free to consumers with boxes or promos, sell them $5 piece. But guys who can't make it to the show can watch a DVD every year, you know? They're, they were worried, I think at the time, it was really funny, they were worried about um, how much it was going to cost to have all the AV equipment bought in. And now you they know? do the end-of-the-year promo every year. Well, listen, I, I told them, I said, look, if you guys don't want to do it, I'll pay for it personally. That's what I said to them on the board. I'll pay for it personally. I want the rights to the roast, and I'll donate 10% of whatever proceeds there are to the to the CRA or whatever, or IPCPR or whatever fund, PAC fund, whatever it was. And they, 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 they were thinking about it. It was crazy. That's why I'm happy now with the new direction, and hopefully the new CEO, new CEO Mark is listening to me. Let's get a roast going. I would go every year, look forward to it if we were roasting somebody. Hey, if he goes every year, that means I get to go every because year, Because as a radio personality, I'd probably be one of the guys who could roast people. <laughs> yes. So, I think it would be great. Coop, there's been a lot of interesting news coming out this week, but what's, the, what's our top story from this week? Um, definitely the top story's got to be... Uh, the Senate Appropriations Committee hearing with uh, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who is the new FDA commissioner. And um, really, in a nutshell, there was a Appropriations Committee meeting uh, where they looked at basically appropriations of funding for the FDA. Uh, Dr. Scott Gottlieb was in attendance. And during the session, uh, Senator Marco Rubio basically came right out and asked him, were there any plans to include uh, or reevaluate the inclusion of premium handmade cigars in the rule? And Dr. Gottlieb, he kind of, what I would say is, acknowledged certain challenges that uh, the industry had. He recognized some of the challenges that small businesses had. He, um, you know, recognized the fact that um, he, he knows the concerns. He also said, well, we got to make any decision based on science. It wasn't a total, people went kind of crazy over this. Hey, this is a great thing, right? I thought, it was, I thought it was more of an acknowledgement. Yes, I'm aware of it, as opposed to poo-pooing it and saying, you know, hey, the, the, the regulations are in place. It, it, it sounded like there was a little bit of a glimmer of hope. I think what impressed me the most was Rubio, um, yeah. how well he was on top of the uh, of our concerns in the industry. He, I was he about really to say the same thing. He, he had a pair. He had a pair. He said what had to be said, so kudos to him. Hey, he's representing his constituents in the state of Florida. Yeah, not everybody represents their constituents in politics. Exactly. That's and, the problem. And hey, thank you for doing it. Shout-outs to Marco Rubio. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. So what well, else no, we got? It was good. What else we got going on? Uh, Camacho Liberties are coming out uh, for 2017. Are they still making uh, those? Ch- what was that? Are they still making the Liberty every year? Apparently. From what I'm hearing, this is going to be the last new blend in a Liberty, and that next year they're going to probably start to resurrect some of the older Liberties, and that's due to the FDA rules. But there is a new Liberty coming out this year. Wow. Interesting. So that'll be... And the 15th, yep, 15th anniversary... A couple of changes with this Liberty, though. First of all, um, they're not making it in the 1118 Figurado. It's going to be a 6x54 Super Toro. 
So that's kind of a change because the 11 has been around for a long time every year. You know, this is going back to the Aroa days. Right. And then the second thing is this is going to have what they say is the uh, most amount of Nicaraguan uh, filler used in a Liberty cigar. So they're going to be leveraging, I think, more of the Nicaraguan tobacco they're now growing in Central America. It could be a higher production count of 50,000 cigars, but they'll still be in the usual coffins. And um, they should be shipping as we speak right now. Fun fact, the 1118, named after Christian Roa's mother's birthday. Wow. Right. Fun fact, there you go. Is that the year? Go, Adam. No. Uh, 1118. <laughs> no? Okay. okay. I thought it was pretty funny. There we go. All right, what else we got, Coop? I guess it's funnier if you know his mom. Yeah, probably. <laughs> We've never met. <laughs> We're starting to hear about the Rocky Patel releases. I think we talked about uh, the Vintage 2006 a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now uh, there is a new Hamlet cigar coming out. Uh, the Hamlet 25th year. So, no, he hasn't been with Rocky Patel for 25 years, but he's been in the cigar business, and I'm talking about Hamlet Paredes, mm-hmm. who is a uh, Cuban, uh, I'd say, roller and ambassador who worked for Habanos SA, who joined Rocky Patel a couple of years ago. He's been working 25 years in the business, so they've made a cigar um, to commemorate that occasion. It's going to be a little more dialed back than the first Hamlet, which was the Tabacero by Hamlet Paredes. This is going to be a Habano wrapper, Pennsylvania Broadleaf Binder, and filler from Nicaraguan and Honduras. Uh, it's going to be available in three sizes. It will make its debut at the show and ship shortly afterwards. Interesting. I mean, it, Hamlet's an interesting guy. We got to meet him when he was here for the Great Smoke last year. I hear yeah. a friend of Eric Espinosa's got a new release, too. I have also heard Oh, bo- yes. This is a really cool release. Um, it's uh, it's, it's, um, called the, it's a couple of them. It's called the Espinosa Reggae and the Espinosa Reggae Dread. Um, these were kind of, they, they put these into limited release before FDA last year, but they're doing a big launch at the trade show this year. Key thing with this is going to have Jamaican tobacco, uh, in the filler. Is anybody, um, Jamaican? Is anybody else currently using Jamaican tobacco as far as you know, Coop? Uh, Nick Malolo is using it in some of the, uh, infused stuff he's doing it. Right. And some of them, there's a couple of Macanudos that still use it in, in very limited, uh, annual releases. But um, this is going to be more of a this is going to be regular production release. Wow! So um, in, a, in a regular yeah, and, I, I, and um, the other thing that's interesting is this Espinosa Dread um, is actually going to have dreadlocks on the cap. Wow. So they're going to they're going to be putting a whole bunch of fuses um, on the on the cap, kind of to make it look like dreadlocks. Uh, a whole bunch of long so, pigtails uh, coming off the top. Neat. Of a cigar? Yeah. 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 Sometimes they make a long pigtail, yeah, so, that, those, so it looks like a firecracker. He's just going to put, like, 12 of them, so it looks like it's dread. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And it, you can, it's smokable? Well, you cut that part off. Yeah. Oh, why would you cut it off, though? Because you can't smoke it. Well, maybe if they made it smokable and you light the ends and they'll light your cigar. I'm, I'm going to have a... Yes. I'm going to have a serious talk with Eric about that. Okay. All right. Uh, that's it. been the Scoop with Coop. Coop, thanks, buddy. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, what are you looking forward to at the trade show real quick? You know, uh, I'm actually, it's, it's really, it's, you know, there's not right now a lot of news coming out right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of really looking to see if someone's going to put a curveball out there and just surprise us all right now. All right. Um, because it's right, yeah. yeah. We look you know, for- just, will someone come out there and just surprise us with a release that we, we just didn't see coming? Good. I get that. We'll look forward to hearing all about it after you get back from the trade show. Make sure you check out Cigar-Coop for all the latest news and information that you can fit into one website. There you go. Coop, take it easy, man. After the break, who do we got? Take care. After the break, Joe Tex from Faceoff Unlimited Improv will be here to talk about... 
Face cool. Off Unlimited Improv and their Japanese show, Batsu. Batsu! Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too! Yes, it's mandatory. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences. Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass. The new Camacho BXP. Intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. 
Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, on what I'm sure is a lovely day, but, well, the windows are covered up, so I can't look outside. It's hot. It's hot. This is what happens in Florida in June. It's hot. With me, of course, everyone's favorite weatherman, Honest Abe. Good morning. And the lovely Aurora. Good morning. I had to sit here and listen to the lovely and very sexy Aurora. Mm-hmm. Try to convince you to go to the beach with her. And you won't and go I to found, the beach. I found that probably to be one of the saddest things I've ever had to witness in my life. Sand, man. Anybody not want to go to the beach with Aurora in that room? Adam doesn't okay, care. There you go. Look, they're all happy. I tell you. Errol don't know how to answer. Like, yeah. It's very hard to please. Sad. Just, just I sad. I don't like sand. Challenge man. accepted, huh? Sand, there's certain things you tolerate for certain situations. We'll carry you. Mm. Yeah, no, no. About, he's not worthy. I told you, he's not worthy. No, nope. stop. Definitely not. Stop. I'll go with you. Yeah, sorry. I'll even put some sand in my pocket. <laughs> that sounds like that? a bad Alanis Morissette song. <laughs> sand in my pocket. <laughs> Somebody clip that out for later. I'm that, like, that was actually that pretty was funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right. I forgot that line. <laughs> All right. So uh, now we're pleased to welcome with us uh, Joe Tex from Face Off Unlimited Improv, based in New York. Face Off Unlimited specializes in immersive improvisational entertainment and creative content development. Uh, Joe is the partner and director of operations for Face Off. Joe, welcome to KMA Talk Radio. Joe Tex. Hello? Come in, Joe Tex. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what happened there. I, it is so good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> No, thank you for coming Not a on. problem. So what does it mean to do immersive improvisational entertainment? What is well, it? Where, where, you know, that it's mean? Uh, all the hot rage right now. Everybody wants to go to a show that happens all around you, that you feel like you're in it, rather than that, you know, sit in a chair in, in rows, and we, you know, we shut the lights down on the house, and the lights come up on stage, and you watch, and you clap with a golf clap. That's not really, you know, <laughs> what we're clap. looking to do. We like to have it. Like a raucous party happen all around you, get you involved. Yeah, you, you guys crushed through that fourth wall there. Yeah, exactly. There is no fourth wall. Yeah. It's, it's all around. Yeah. I, I actually watched video this mm-hmm. uh, Thursday night, a couple clips. I saw you put both hands on about 30 mouse traps and get schnazz. I mean, there's some painful. I mean, this is, look, it's pretty painful some of the stuff you guys put yourselves through. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are definitely painful. There's like, this one punishment is like might be the worst one in the show. It's like an industrial sized rubber band that goes around your like stomach and the co host she pulls it back all the way back four or five feet and then just lets it fly and it oh leaves my a God. You might well as well across get your clamps. belly for days. You know, it's funny because I saw that clip and out of all the things I saw you guys go through, I'm like, Oh, that's just so cheesy, that doesn't even hurt. And you're telling me that's oh. the most that's the most painful one. How do you not think that's the most oh, painful yeah, that man. sounds awful? That one's no Dude, joke. They they tease each other, them... they they got dog collars and shit, like, like we you know, we've had like, uh, the electroshock trivia. I mean they, they could do some brutal stuff. So when I see this little rubber band now when he says industrial, it's not like a three inch rubber band you're looking at. It wasn't that wide, but I guess it's very powerful. For him to say that's the most painful thing, I think I think now I think it's funny. I would have never thought that. So and you guys get <laughs> you guys get guys up off the stage to interact with you. Now, do you make do you make them go through any of the painful stuff? Well, our lawyers are pretty specific about that. <laughs> yeah, so I say they should be a leisure. They uh yeah, we have certain punishments for the audience members. Um 
Like we we bring them up on stage and we'll do a beer chugging relay race. I saw that with Saki. Uh, I saw you know, kind of sticking to that traditional game show, uh, like maze kind of competition style. So uh, we play that game, and then for punishment, there they'll have to like maybe don a tutu and a tr and get a dance lesson that may or may not end up in something called the Nutcracker. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I saw I saw I saw a guy get slammed with silly string. Basically covered and doused in silly string. I mean, look, it looks interesting, and it, it, it does look like one of the things that, like, imbibing in many, many uh, ounces of alcohol, it seems to be part of the experience. Yeah, we um, we act, yeah, we openly encourage drinking. Like I said, we have a beer <laughs> chug and relay race built into the show. But not only that, after every game or challenge, we will raise our glasses. The whole audience together, we raise our glasses and toast to the winner. So. We have we also have a thing called the sake ninja, and if you wear the hachimaki headband, you know the Karate Kid style headband. Yeah. If you have one on, our sake ninja comes up like all throughout the show, pouring random shots of sake to whoever's wearing one. So you guys got a bunch of people with the hachimaki headband on, probably in your audience. Yeah, most of the audience will get those. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I think that's a great idea, I and that's get an one of excellent those. thing. I really would like to have one as well. And this is an extremely interesting show. We're going to have more with Joe Tex from Face Off Unlimited Improv. Uh, after the break, we do have to take a short one. Also, make sure you stick around because we're going to have the Cigar Insane Asylum when we come back as well. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. To affinity and beyond. 
That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. We're back with more KMA Talk Radio. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, everyone's favorite food critic, Honest Abe. Hello, hello. And our very special guest host, the lovely. Just, just so you know, when Adam comes up with these intros, it's because we were just talking food during the break. I was giving Paul the best. I said it before. I, I'm just saying, but you, it changes every. I know. Yeah, movie critic, food critic, because you, you take what we talk about during the break and you introduce. Right. It. However, if it's also something we were talking about in the previous segment, right. like if you were talking about some television show or something, or, then so I also might bring it back as new well. New TV shows coming out. I want to see uh, Snowfall. See, yeah, that does look interesting. I do want to see that. How crack began. This is how, what a tagline. This is how crack began. Yeah. Oh, that does sound good. Oh, what? Seen, really? No. I love smoking Dude, crack. David, uh, who, who said that? Is that a sound bite? Yeah. I love smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, they've been blowing it up on promos for the last three or four months. But what I liked, I saw the first promo last night. You know, it's all been inner city stuff and it shows like how a kid, oh, he can't make it. And how, but they showed a promo. I saw a promo last night where. It was a like WWF wrestler, <laughs> and it was totally the other spectrum. It was, you know, big guy in an office, and they're recruiting this guy to be an enforcer and stuff. It, was, it, it looks like it's going to be pretty awesome. I cool. think it's on the FX. Yeah, but yeah, snow, snowfall, right? Yeah, snowfall. How this is how crack began? Really, it's like <laughs> the yeah. new Breaking Bad. You know, it, it, no, it's literally how crack got into the marketplace. That's how, cool. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking okay. forward. I'm to watching that. Better Call Saul. Plan to do now. something anytime soon. <laughs> And then uh, Suits is coming back on, Game of Thrones is coming back on, it's all the other That's girls. what I really want to get into, Game of Flo- Thrones, I said Thrones. Game of Thrones. 
Game, play, of, game of Phones. That's I play with that with my wife all day, Game of Phones. <laughs> that's, that's brought to you by, by AT&T. Right. Anyway, we're here with Joe Tex from Face Off Unlimited Improv. Before we went to break, we were talking about their show, Batsu, where basically if you're wearing uh, a Japanese-style headband, you get free shots of sake, which how can you go wrong with that? So, uh, Joe, what, what, what was the emphasis? Where did this show come from? What was the antithesis of the creation for this show? Partners and I, uh, Jay Painter, Eric Robinson, mm-hmm. we were down in the East Village, and we had seen this uh, venue. It's called Jabon. It's down on St. Mark's there. And Eric and Jay had done a uh, charity fundraiser show there like a year before. And they, the guy who owns the place is this just larger-than-life personality, prince of a man kind of guy that they loved. They're like, let's go see if he's still there. And as soon as he saw us, he recognized us, and he was like, you got to do a show here. And we were like, I don't know. You know, this is a weird, it's underground. It's underneath the restaurant. There's a theater under there, under St. Mark's. Right. And it's such a crazy little neighborhood. But uh, we came out, and Jay was like, you know, Japanese game show. There's so much culture, Asian culture, and it was a group of Japanese kids walking by, students. And uh, we just sat, like, in my apartment for, like, two months and just figured it out. How can we do the insanity of a Japanese game show combined with what we're experts at, and that's putting up live shows, immersive theater. Now, do you find that your audience is mostly of Asian descent, or...? Um, Not really. Um, Our audience tends to be... 25, 21 to 20 to 30, like business young professionals of all ethnicities. We do get Asians for sure, but no more, no less than anybody else. Now, I have to imagine that you have the type of show that it's not like, oh, I went and saw the Holy Grail on Broadway. I saw it. It's done. You have the type of show that somebody can go to once a week. Yeah, you, we have uh, plenty of repeat um, customers. What happens is, is somebody says, hey, we're going to this event, this work thing or this birthday thing or a bachelorette party, and come with, and they have no idea where they're going. They see the show, and they're like, Hot, dang, I want to bring my friends to this. Right. So then they organize their birthday or their bachelorette party, their work outing with their friends. Anytime sh- someone comes from out of town, it's like, oh, you want to see something you can only see in New York. Check this out. Yeah. We get those repeat customers, too. And I imagine every show is kind of really different. Yeah. Yeah, we have plenty of punishments and games going around. Um, in addition to the painful ones, we also have lots of characters. Um, a wrestler will come out who's like a wrestler by day, exotic dancer at night kind of character, and uh, he does pretty much unspeakable things to you. We have a pirate that'll come out and make you drink dirty mop water after smashing <laughs> in the face with his mop for a while. Ew. So there are like crazy characters too. It's the worst. Um, so I did the show uh, several times with with Joe, and I I don't like pain. And we've talked about doing well, like right because you're a tiny person who looks very <laughs> fragile. It is for it is a guy so who doesn't like pain. He's getting married. You better get to get used to a lifetime of pain. Oh, oh believe me, I'm used to it now. All right. <laughs> But listen, we were literally watching clips last night, Joe, and I'm, I'm telling you, I thought I saw a tear formulate in Paul's <laughs> eye watching these clips. Oh, yeah. Like, I think he, he wouldn't re- be the first one to shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I think he really misses being part of that. What was it like working with Paul on the show? Was he as whiny as he is now? I love Paul. Paul is one of the funniest dudes. 
He's uh, perfect for Batsu because you love watching him get hurt. You love watching him in pain. He's got a great face for pain. You you know what? That sums it up perfectly. That's what Paul is. He's not a face for radio. He's a face for pain. Well done. Can we put that on the new tagline for the posters? I just kept going back even though, I mean, I love these guys, but the show was painful for me. Like, after going home, it was was tough. It was a rough day. What's, What's the worst bruise or mark or injury you've gotten from the show, Joe? Um, one, every time you tell a bad joke in one specific round, when you get to the semifinals, you'll get one of those rubber band snaps. Wow. One night I told four consecutive bad jokes oh. and my, my belly looked like uh, sheet music lines. Wow. Oh my God. It was just horrific. Can we get a picture of that? Can you send that? Like, wow. email it to us? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll see if I can find some photos and send Aurora, them over. Aurora, Aurora wants to see your belly look like sheet music. That's, <laughs> that's, that, yeah. that's what's... That, that's she wants what's to sparked. read my belly, yeah. Right. That's what piqued your interest. <laughs> I, have some, I have some injury shots from when I used to do this show. I'll, I'll post them on Facebook. I have a couple of, like, like uh, paintball bruises. Well, why, Those were the worst. Why are you so against Punish the Producer, then? We used to like that segment. Because uh, I'm a grown-up now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I he used to do it. You know, Paul, Paul was in the show in the early days when we were struggling for audience members. He probably suffered through that punishment on a Monday night with 20 people in the audience. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Nowadays, we sell out every show a month in advance. So it's come a long way since Paul. Good for you. That's great. Wow. Amazing. Now, now you, you, you just started in Chicago, too? Is that correct? Yeah, actually, I just flew back. Um, we were there last week, and we flew out. It was our one-year anniversary of opening up in Chicago. Wow. My we hometown. went and sat in the corner like uh, mob bosses with cigars, kind of leaning back, patting each other on the back. It was pretty awesome. My hometown. What? Where is it Where is it playing in Chicago? Uh, in Old Town. There's a yeah. – uh, right around the corner from Second City and Zanies on uh, North Wells, there's a restaurant called Kamahachi. It's the oldest Japanese sushi joint in Chicago – it's three generations of female-run business, own-and-run wow. business, and they have an upstairs theater. So down in the East Village in New York, we're underground, right. and in Chicago, we're above this uh, restaurant. Wow. There's a, actually a great cigar shop. Right, I used to live on that street down there. I used to go to Second City all the time, and there's a, one of the oldest shops, um, Diana... Oh, Diana yeah. gets his old shop up down. She passed away. Yeah. So, but up down tobacco right there, right, right, right near where your show is. So the next time I'm, you know, in my hometown, I'm going to go grab a cigar and catch that show. Oh, please do. And, and hit me up. I'll set you up with some tickets. <laughs> so tell me now, you guys do other shows too. You guys are pretty involved. You got something now called, which, you know, not Hello only, fight? not only do I want to see, I think Aurora should be a guest yeah. uh, uh, on this here, a uh, pillow fight. Let's just, Excellent. let's just bring some pillows in and just let her just pillow fight in the studio. Yeah. Who would fight? Yeah. yeah pillow fight fights are our newest creation. Uh, the idea of that show is it's all girl cast. Also, it's female-directed, female-produced, and it's a pajama party. So the audience wears their pajamas. The girls on stage wear their pajamas. You get free shots if you wear your pajamas. Um, So that's our newest one. Um, We also have the laughter party, which is like stand-up comedy show where we also give away shots. I'm realizing a theme of our yes. production is alcohol. <laughs> I'm starting to notice that as well, yeah. Is it well, only sake? I, I think, no, I think everybody knows that alcohol makes anything better. Yeah. Yes. So that's always a plus. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, I'm stuck on this pillow fight thing here. <laughs> what, what's the audience composition of that show? Uh, pretty much, uh, very similar to the Batsu crowd. 
maybe a little more eclectic crowd, but you know, definitely twenties, thirty somethings. They come out in like a group of like five or six. They all wear their funny pajamas or their sexy pajamas, depending on how frisky. Like lingerie? You're, you're missing my yeah, point. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to the male-female yeah, ratio. Nothing like really bad, but, no. you know, yeah. I, I'm asking about the male-to-female ratio. <laughs> I mean, I, Oh, um, 75-25 female. No! no. Dude, can we go to New Are York? Are you kidding me? It's so like let a get, sausage party. Let me, no, he's, he's 75% More women. women. Oh, More I thought you said... So yeah, let me, yeah, let me, let, women. Let me Batsu, get this straight. Batsu is probably 60, 40 women. Let, so. me, let me get this straight. Now, I'm stuck on the pajama pillow party stuff. <laughs> let me get this straight. Rightfully so. Okay? You have a bunch of women on stage in pajamas, and you're right. telling me that men aren't coming out to watch the show? Yeah, they come out, but, you know, the girls are more into putting on pajamas and coming out and having drinks together, you know? So wait, so not only are there women on stage, but 75%. If I was a dude, I'd be there, like, every weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you get some you repeat are, guys, funny enough. Paul, I need a place to stay in New York. Can you yeah. I got you. That's the show I'm going to. I'm, I'm in a room surrounded by women in their night nightwear. <laughs> there, there's that hey, creepy guy that, that shows that, up every week. They are hands down the funniest female improvisers in the state of New York. They are absolutely the best of the best. Okay, I only need some Bob Seger, and I think we got the whole thing made listen, out. <laughs> we got, listen to me. Working on Look, the night moon. Paul, talk with Joe. Yeah. Figure out how we're going to do some kind of remote out in New York. Done. Call Herkelotz. You know, because listen, if we're going to do that thing in September, we should coordinate something with Joe. The owner of Jabon is, uh, he's an amazing man, Joe, and he will love to have us there. Yeah, well, let's figure something yeah. out. This, this, I have yeah, let's to, set it up. It'll be fun. Yeah, I have to do some field research here. <laughs> Seriously. Especially with pillow fighting. <laughs> so where, where can somebody go and find out about all about your shows and your stuff? You got a website or something, uh, Joe? Yeah, of course. If you want to find out about the company Face Off Unlimited, we also, not only do we do shows, we also do content writing for robots, for apps or whatever. We also have a production company, a, uh, a podcast network. You can find out about all that at faceoffunlimited.com. If you want to find out about specifically Batsu, it's batsulive.com. And if you want a little Joe Tex in your life, you can get me at Joe Tex online on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and website. There you right. go. Well, that was a line, man. He had it ready. He, he had it ready. He's been preparing that. He I think. It's not his first rodeo. He's done yes. radio before. <laughs> he's done radio before. <laughs> Fantastic. Joe Tex from Face Off Unlimited. Thank you for being here. It's an absolute pleasure. Make sure if you're in New York, you check out Batsu. Chicago. Or Chicago. You check out, I was getting to that. You check out Batsu. Or if you're in New York, check out Pillow Fighter. All their fantastic content at faceoffunlimited.com. Joe, thanks for being here. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been great talking to you guys. You guys take care now. Take care. Will do. All take right. Care. When we come back, we'll see you this week who belongs in a cigar in St. Asylum. I want to go to that pillow fight. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. 
Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. I guess small people, small brains. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Advocate the Brewmeister. 
With me, of course, everyone's Look, favorite. He's, he's, over there, he's over there researching something. He's trying to figure it out. No, I'm trying to make the computer work. Oh. You get so angry. <laughs> because you're so ridiculous. People watching on Facebook Live see you freaking out. Because you're so focal cut. You're so Because he didn't believe that it took two and a half hours to get from it's one end of Long Island to the other. It's two hours. Listen, it's two hours at top going from tip to, you know. We said let's do something in Long Island. He's like, "Oh, Long Island's huge." I said, it's Long Island. It's no, but Island. I just said where. No, no. And you said Long Island's Long Island. Did he make it seem like Long Island was like this monstrous place? Like, oh, it matters where on Long Island. Yes. It's, it's an hour and a half to get from one end to the other. No. What are you talking right. about? No. It's not. I'm proving it right now. It's 118. It's 118 miles. I'm telling you, it doesn't take an hour and a half. It takes from my house, from where I grew up on on in Listen eastern. In Western I, what Sunday. are you on your ten speed? It's one hundred and eighteen <laughs> miles. You're doing sixty-five, seventy miles an hour. It's I was just wondering what town it was. Come in. on, okay, see well, that? Can you do sixty-five in Long Island? No, do they have an expressway? Yeah, they, there's the Long Island Expressway, but it, you, there's no. It doesn't happen that you can do that. There's, there's so much traffic at all times. The, listen to me. It's not that big. He had me convinced it's three four, and a half hours four million to get from people. one end of Long Island to another. You doubled the time, basically. Four million people. Oh, now we're talking population? Is that what we're talking now? <laughs> it's big. I, you, you're changing the topic? I need uh, a, now you know. I need a moment. For, discuss amongst yourself. Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying here. Exactly. It's been another fantastic episode. <laughs> Special thanks to Scott Regina from Emerson Cigars for being our meet your maker for talking about the IBCPR and giving us some insight into Emerson Cigars and what it's like to work in the DMV. And, uh, you know, Joe Tex, we just got done talking to him about Batsu, and make sure you I'm check out faceoffunlimited.com. Yeah, I'm interested in checking out one of those to shows. To see one of their shows, I'm sure that's, uh, hey, there's alcohol involved. So, you had me at alcohol. Everything's better when you're drunk. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Not everything, but... If you're good, everything is. <laughs> that's true. Yes. Thanks. That being said... Let's see this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. <laughs> Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Honest Abe, tell us this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Speaking of those asylum cigars, we, uh, we haven't had our good friend Tom on the show in a while. Uh, yeah, he was on. Was he? In like uh, January. No, this year? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Could be. Because well, uh, he and I spent a long while talking about Michigan football and how, be. because it was actually after the Ohio State game, and... I think he called. Yeah, he called okay. in. Yeah. I believe you. He called in, you. and yeah, let's just say he and I went on a bit of a tirade about football for a little bit there. All right, well, this week's inductee really gives a new meaning to the phrase, falling asleep on the job. Mm-hmm. A drunken <laughs> man... Once again, alcohol <laughs> makes, makes everything, everything better. better. Yes. Yeah. A drunken man with a lit cigarette decided to take a break in a toilet in a Walmart bathroom in Washington. Oh. And while he was smoking, his sneaking his cigarette there in the bathroom, he fell asleep. Hmm. The lit cigarette fell into his underwear, uh-huh. which caught fire. I wonder if there was some methane gas involved in setting that fire. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, firefighters were dispatched to the store after the fire alarms went off. That's how long this was on fire. Huh. They went to the store, found the bathroom filled with smoke. As the man sat on the toilet, drawers down. I can just picture this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was still asleep and ash from his cigarette. And, uh, obviously, he slept through this entire escapade. 
Uh, a spokesperson, How drunk was he? Drunk. A spokesperson from the fire department says one of our guys actually used a dry chemical extinguisher to put out his pants while they were still on him. <laughs> the, the finally roused man who then pulled a knife on the firefighters. Because he thinks he's just in the bathroom and somebody comes in. Yes. So all, he pulls a knife on he's them. He's all startled. Once he realized what was happening, the man allowed rescuers <laughs> to bring him out of the bathroom to assess his injuries. The man had burns to his legs and was taken to the hospital where he was released later that night. Congratulations, Walmart pooper. You are this week's inductee into the Cigar Asylum. You have to be absolutely annihilated. I've be been there. burning on your legs. I've been there. We got a minute. I'm going to tell you a quick story. We used to do this thing called the South Florida Surf Turf, turf and Herf, okay? It was literally a five-day, four-day, five-day, four-night escapade of how much we could do without going to bed, okay? Every night ended up in closing some strip club here in South Florida and having breakfast at the IHOP, okay? So by Sunday, we stopped doing it because a couple guys went to the hospital, uh, you know, uh, toward the end there. So we stopped doing it, yeah. Oh, so one year, I've been drinking all week. All weekend, okay? In fact, I got a red mug in my office with oh, the years yeah. on it. And oh, said what, what my alcohol that weekend was. Vodka, Bloody Marys, tequila. And most of those he no longer drinks. Yeah, it's like a 64-ounce big mug. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yes. So I come home. My wife picks me up because I'm too tired to drive home. Because it ends on a Sunday barbecue. Okay? Starts Thursday night, ends on a Sunday barbecue. Ugh. She picks me up. She drives me home. First thing I do is take a shower because I haven't been home in five days. <laughs> right? Come out to the couch, right? We're talking. And I... Light a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I pass out. The cigarette falls on my chest. And I wake up, not not to the heat of the cigarette going through the shirt. My shirt's on fire. <laughs> okay? So I, I could see how that came. My, my shirt was literally on fire. And it's really funny. We put it all out and whatever. <laughs> and my wife doesn't. My wife wasn't there when this happened. Okay? That's why nobody woke me up. Right. Uh, then the fire. So then the next morning, I wake up and walk around without a shirt. And it looks like I got a huge hickey on my chest. <laughs> And she's what like, a surprise. And she's like, what's that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm serious. I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, she's all, and it looks like a hickey, but I'm like, but it hurts. <laughs> it's bruised. I don't think this is a hickey. And there's, it looks like there's a little pus coming out, but I don't think it's a hickey. I can't explain it. So she's half believing me, half not believing me. I can't tell her where this bruise is from. So <laughs> true story. Three days later, pick up laundry. And I pick up one of these shirts, and I see a burn mark in the pocket. A big burn hole. And I go, oh, yeah. And I put it on, and sure enough, the bruise is right. And I run downstairs and show my wife, look, look. It's not I swear. A, it's not a hickey. I told you it's not a hickey. That happened to me at the Great Smoke. That's when you told me that story for the yeah. first time, because I lit my shirt on fire, but I wasn't drunk, nor was I no, sleeping. I was drunk, <laughs> sleep deprived. I could see how that happened. I lit myself on fire. So... Wow, I I, I I could have been the. Insane, but you woke insane. up at least. Yeah, when it was on fire. <laughs> this wasn't in between my legs. This was on my chest, and it was on a pocket, so I had double layer, and it was still burning. It's crazy, man. Uh, the amazing things that happen when uh, I'll tell you how nobody ended up in jail or really with any serious injuries for those four or five years we did that. Uh, yeah, you know we we used to give out an Iron Man award mm-hmm. at the end of it for a guy like who survived <laughs> and did the most like damage to himself uh, on the arm. It was crazy. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, I want to attend. Oh, we're too old. We got too old for it. Yeah, we can't do it anymore. I was shocked. I barely made it through one night of one of those one time. Yeah, it's crazy. Those were interesting days. But who do we got next week? Next week is George from JNV Cigars. Uh, 
apparently you and Brian from C- Cigar Obsession discussed him. Oh, yeah. He makes his own stuff and sells it online like all the same price. Everything's stick. all $5 yeah, for every stick. I want stick. to talk to this guy. Yeah. Fact, we should see if Brian wants to talk to him, too. Get him okay. on the show. Yeah, he's, he's a really cool guy. I actually talked to him for a little bit last week. He, you're going to like him. Yeah, he's when cool. I did one of my Cigar Obsession uh, shows we talked about, but yeah, this guy like makes his own cigars, sells them all for $5. It should be a fantastic show. Make sure you tune in then. It's been a fantastic week. Thanks, you for tuning in. We will see you next week. Make sure you check out the Facebook Live and everything else. Keep it lit. The all-new Scores Palm Beach. Come be a part of the world-famous Gentleman's Club's new look. A new year brings a new addition to South Florida. Scores Palm Beach, offering a free lunch buffet Monday through Thursday with $5 prime rib on Friday. Two-for-one drinks till 7 p.m. Scores Palm Beach. VIP seating and second-floor skybox suites. Full liquor, full new until 5 a.m. 3174 Lake Worth Road, just west of Congress on Lake Worth Road. For more info, call 649-2000 or at scorespalmbeach.com. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro Maduro.